Alright, I've started recording. Yeah, it's alright. Here you go. Oh, what happened there? Did you break it? New ones. Put new things on. New cables. Give us a check. Check one, two, one, two, one, two. One, two, one, two. Come closer. Alright. Wanna catch anything? Well, you gotta you gotta come a little bit closer so your voice is better. No, I don't. That's good. You haven't listened to this. This is the shit right here. This is how it works. I just turned it up properly. Oh, there we go. Oh my word! Here we are, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of Teachy Yarns. I'm starting to dribble now. I'm your host, Ben. Oh, wow. Ass. I've done this twice. Are you okay? Did you work today? Yeah, I did. Is that why you're a bit flustered? Yeah, no, well, I'm nervous because this is this is different. Why is it different? I'm your host, Brian, and sitting across from me is my co-host, because I'm the main one, my co-host, Ben. And we are in the motherland. Yes. We're in the motherland. I'm sorry I'm for I'm gazing making... into your brownies today. Look, what's gazing into your brownies? Brown eyes. I've got blue eyes, dickhead. I have not. They're blue. Are they? Okay. They've been blue my whole life. All right. Shows you how much notice I took. <laughs> <laughs> oh my word We are in the motherland Guys I'm in the The Headquarters of Teach Yarns Yeah no On the Sunshine Coast I just flew in Literally Dad just picked me up I reckon we've been home Five minutes Straight up to the studio And why do we have to Rush this one through I've got to go to a gig Sorry um, Are you sure your levels are right Big dogs in, in demand Are you sure your levels are right you Yeah can, Yeah Are they look alright yeah, I guess, I guess so. Engine. I don't know. My voice just sounds louder than yours. Um, I'm joined by our ancestors <laughs> <laughs> on the walls. Don't tell me that doesn't look good. It looks... No. See, it's creepy. It's really interesting. Pop, I like Pop's one because it's me and Pop. Yeah. But the other guys, I don't know who they are. And it's really... That old fella there, Yeah. he's, he's always scared me. I remember seeing that dude at Nan and Pop's. That's my... My great grandfather, what's, and what's his name? His name's David. Yeah. And my auntie used to have that portrait. And I was looking for something at her place one day, and this was in the cupboard. And I said, "Where, where, did, where did this come from?" She said, "Oh, that's your your great grandfather." She yeah. said, oh, "I got that when um, when your grandmother passed and grandfather passed away." Yeah. And I said, "Why is it up on the wall?" He said, "She said because every time I walk past it, I spit on the old shit." Really? I said, why? Um, the story goes that he was one of the first settlers in a particular area and he decided that this, being a first settler there, would it would never come to anything. Yeah. So he decided to build the fences for him. Yeah. So he was a fencing contractor and he drank it all. Pretty much drank himself to death. Anyway, that I thought that story's not right. So yeah. he, I got his death certificate. Yeah. <laughs> yep. He drank, did. Drank himself Pretty to death. Pretty much drank himself to death. Yeah, he was a um, chronic alcoholic and, yeah, it didn't end well. But it's cool well, torture, though, isn't it? I mean, sure. Oh, it, it always freaked me out when I'd go to Nana's. You know what freaks me out? Back in those days where you didn't have two pennies rubbed together. Yeah. And he had enough money to, to afford a suit like that and to have his portrait taken. Well, it looks like a drawing, though. Is it a... No, it, it's... What they did was they took a photo of it and then they coloured it. They coloured it in. But they coloured it by hand, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> looks like looks like you coloured it, doesn't it? It does look like I coloured <laughs> it. And who, anyway, that's the that's our ancestors on the wall. Hmm. White people don't really use the word ancestors, do they? Yeah. I feel like it's more of a 
Chinese thing or a, like an Asian thing or a <laughs> could be or like a an indigenous thing. When white people say ancestors, it's yeah. kind of like I don't know. Okay, a lot of shame. Listen, <laughs> I was cleaning my teeth this morning. Oh wow! And big... all I could hear your mother saying was, "Quick, get out of here! Get out of here!" So I raced outside. I thought. Oh, she'd, yes. She'd burnt the toast or something important like that. Yeah. Just heard Ben on Tichian's. Oh, did you see the phone? It's yeah. ringing. And then you go, all right, hey, how you going? Check, check, one, two, yeah. <laughs> oh, hi. <laughs> how did that work out for you? Oh, I think they, I got away with it. I don't know. Okay. But um, um, So what are they ringing for? Because uh, I'm doing the... Uh, is it called the Horizon Festival? Yeah, Horizon Festival. Or something but else. I'm also doing the Horizon Festival, and I'm also doing um, a, my show at The Good Chat. It's just like a, a, a trial show okay. called Ben Knight is 69% Mature. Pretty good. Um, good little joke there. Very okay. clever. Very, very clever. Mm. Um, but I'm doing that at Good Chat on Friday at 7. So what's the aim of this show that you're, doing, that you're trialling? Is that going to be the comedy festival show for next? Don't know. Yeah, maybe. Okay. It's just all my other shows. My, my, my jokes that aren't teacher jokes. Oh, see. What? I don't know. You should stick with the teacher stuff. What are you talking? No. That's got, your niche. I don't want to be a niche. I don't want niches though. I don't want to be. I don't. I don't want to be a niche. I've got. I got good jokes in here. All right. I got ones about my hippie, one. my hippie cousins. Give me one now. Go. One about therapy. I've got heaps about you. <laughs> Got heaps about you. I got I got that joke. Well, I've turned the story about you. Really excited about your uh, how good you are at technology, oh. and then you scanned your mobile ticket or a ticket under a hand sanitizer. I told you that in confidence, but it's so funny. I got but, and I got stories about my first pube. You remember when I got my first pube? Oh, and the shot glass. Yeah, yeah put it in the shot yeah, glass, so. and I, I started writing a new joke about Nana's titty. Um, <laughs> Because she had a fake boob, because oh. she lost it for bre- from breast cancer. Yeah, which is sad. And she used to leave it around. Completely the... make it humorous. Yeah, well, she'd love that. She'd be looking down from heaven, just going, "That's that's good. That's funny, man. That's funny. At least you've stopped putting it on your head." She kept asking you when we'd tell her that you had a show on. She'd say, "Is it a nanny type show that I can, <laughs> can I go and see it?" Absolutely not. And nine out of ten, we'd have to say, "Oh, not really. Maybe you best stay home for this one." Oh no. Yeah, which is kind of sad because she would have loved to seen you. I think she stage. came to a couple. I would have loved to do Nana's titty joke in front in of her. In front of her. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Cause she, she would have got it too. She, she would have, oh, she she would have loved, loved it. it. Yeah. Because she had, yeah, she had like this big silicon titty that she used to leave laying around the house and us mm. grandkids would just <laughs> throw it at each other. <laughs> Play footy. <laughs> and she she had tig old bitties as well. So that thing, you could <laughs> knock each other out with it. <laughs> I remember Savvy almost broke his ankle oh. trying to kick it. Getting the falcon with that thing took a whole different yeah. meaning. <laughs> he gets four to six weeks <laughs> yeah. on the sideline. You catch yeah. Nana's titty to the side of the head. Uh, oh shit! So what have you been doing? Uh, I've been teaching a fair bit. Big dogs in is seriously in demand. In demand. What's... I'm getting a few phone calls um, each morning now, and that... I think it just gets back to the fact that You're the well, master number, of number one, it's <laughs> number one. It's that time of year. Yeah. Yeah. Third term is always teachers are going. Oh, geez, you know, I need yeah. a day off. Yeah. And um, and the second thing is that there's they, they really are struggling to get supply teachers in. Because, yeah. Um, yeah. The not the short as this person said to me not long ago. It's not the shortage of teachers that's a problem. It's the shortage of teachers prepared to put up with the crap that the, the department's handing down now. Oh, yeah. who said that? That's good. Which is true because yeah, totally. 
every time I meet a new teacher, we have a yarn about, you know, my story. Um, I'm, I was a teacher, I've retired, and why did you retire? And you, mainly just because, you know, my time expired. Yeah. And I wanted to spend more time with the, with the um, you know, any grandkids that might come along. But primarily... Um, you got one. Hey? You got one. Yeah, I know. I got another one on the way too. Yeah. Yeah. Not from me. No, I know. Why'd you, why'd you pause? Because I'm, for effect. Okay. Well... To give you the opportunity to say, well, Dad, as a matter of fact, guess what? Guess what? Yeah. Um, and invariably, they say to me, yeah, look, you know, I'm here because I've got to be. I'm, it's just so hard being a teacher now. Not the teaching part of it. The teaching part of it is yeah, it rules. Is, is the smallest is the smallest part. I mean, the, the the serious teaching part is is the good bit, but all the other stuff that gets thrown on top of it just grinds teachers into the ground. Sounds like another episode of Teacher Yarns. Be right, the voice of the people, <laughs> the voice of the people. I kind of think. Hold on, tell us. Oh yeah, go. No, I kind of think maybe I could be the new Caesar. You know, it's Planet oh, of the Apes. Geez. You've, oh. got, you've got one one person that's prepared to speak up and put their neck in a noose. I thought, you, oh, I think really? Caesar, I think Caesar got shot in the last one. I didn't. He did. He did. Is that how you perceive yourself as as a leader? Maybe with it. Maybe a little statue somewhere outside um, government house, Would parliament like, house, Queensland parliament house. You know what's going to happen? You it, it'll in like a hundred or two hundred years. Mm. Like you'll be great now. Mm. But then it'll be like the Captain Cook statues. Then everyone will hate you about 200 years later. They'll find out that you... That or what? I don't know. They'll find your nudes on the internet or something. <laughs> <laughs> he was a bad man. Oh, God, Jesus. They'll, oh, f- they'll, find, all your, they'll find your Google search history with like docking and flashlights and all the other thing you, <laughs> all the other stuff you've had to I'm Google. I'm just curious. I didn't know what they meant. I know you it didn't. It wasn't my fault. What was the my other, fault. What was the other one you learnt the other day? Um, I think Emily said something, and you were like, oh, "What no, the bloody hell's that?" No, raw dogging. Oh, raw dogging. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't know what that meant. Are you didn't you say it in the classroom or something? No, I've never oh, said didn't. it in the classroom. Oh, no. Okay. No. Yeah. Well, anyway. Okay. Your Google the search history would be shocking. And it'll come up. Some it'll fall. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be a Black Mirror episode or something like that. Look at him. Look at him. <sighs> oh. Um. Now, what did you did you teach today? Um, yeah, I, I mean that's what I said. I've been teaching like crazy, but one thing I want to I want to bring up is yeah. that at you know how you're always into the poor old PE teachers. Yeah. Um, recently, I asked they asked if I'd come in and do PE for the day. Yep, no problem at all. When did you do this? Recently. Yeah. You know, within the last couple of weeks. Okay. <laughs> I'm not going to narrow it down. Yeah, yeah. Within the last couple of weeks. You've anyway, done PE. I'm, I'm doing PE. Yeah. Anyway. The, the PE's plan was left for me. The te- what? The, yeah, the PE teacher left a plan for me. I mean, that's that's you're you're it's, ahead already. It started off with um, you need to pick this class up at nine o'clock. Yep. And then it went through. There was for this for every class it had just play any games that you think they might like. <laughs> <laughs> Dodgeball, poison ball, um, or any or and um, touch Fuck. football. They're all their favourites. Tr- End of story. <laughs> that Jesus. Was so he gave you the the, the the classes you needed. Yeah. And then said, so hey, just, the play, when got to, yeah. just play some games. Any <laughs> games you might like. Any games you think Well, at least he gave like. you some just suggestions. What were they? Uh, no. Do- uh, dodgeball, poison ball, and uh, um, Oztag. Yeah. <laughs> the big three. The big three. So, 
how I and it's I went so, in. It, like I want to be nice to him, <laughs> but this happens so <laughs> so often. Look, I wouldn't be a PE teacher for anything. You know when it comes around when they have those sports days. I did it for a year. Yeah. For a whole year. Yeah. Oh no, I did it for six months, yeah, and then and then the um. But if you're a PE they, teacher for for a year, yeah, you've got all those sports days that pretty much you've got to organise. You got you got to organise the. Oh um, no, you got one whole day. <laughs> you got to organise. It doesn't take a day to organise a sports day. No, I'm saying a sports day is one day of the year. Sports day, sports. I mean, sports carnivals. You got swimming carnivals. You got inner school sport. All of these things yeah. are up to you. You know, you got to order buses. You got to <laughs> make sure there's enough sun cream. <laughs> no, seriously, I, I don't know. Like when I come in and do it for supply, it's fairly easy. But to do it full time, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be the PE teacher's voice. You're going in. You're. Oh, I'm, I'm the good guy. You're the Caesar the of teacher. the PE teachers. I, is that what I, mean? yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I think you. I think you get into them unjustifiably I just like teasing them like well I'd like teasing them and also music teachers music yeah. teachers are, I like teasing as well and light teachers and yeah and low teachers yeah. low teachers are um, well it depends on what language it is because I could get myself in trouble I know but we can get we can actually start taking them seriously when you see music light and PE on the Napoleon test yeah <laughs> become serious yeah well I mean but here's the thing if you teach them all well, hmm. they're great. they're fantastic, but we, we don't teach low properly in no. Australia. Um, PE, we do teach PE properly, but it's yeah. just fun to tease them because I know heaps of PE teachers, and I'd like to I like teasing them. Yeah, and I've done to PE as well. So and some of your best mates are PE teachers. Yeah, well. exactly. Yeah. exactly. And I mean, oh, art teachers as well. Art teachers oh, yeah. is yeah. like you can tease yeah. them. Oh. Oh, even Siri, even Siri wants to tease PE teachers. That's all. <laughs> um, so shut up! Oh God, I, I actually don't want to. Sorry, Siri, I do that now because I don't know what's going to happen with AI. Oh yeah, I'm worried. I'm worried they're going to rise up and get cranky. Oh, excuse me, Mum. You keep it down. We're at the Teacher Yarns headquarters. <laughs> You put an well, ice, can, can wait, you put big, it in quieter, please? Yeah, how big's the ice block? It sounds like a kilo of ice. Oh, <laughs> yeah, Chuck. Oh, Jesus. Oh, good to be back. Block off the chip off the bloody ice bead <laughs> of the Titanic hit. Yeah. Um, so, anyway, you taught PE. Yeah. And that's, is that your story? I kind of go out on my own a little bit here because yeah. I talk about team sports and individual sports and. I've actually got this thing which I find interesting because with every class, and I'll, you can do it from um, from grade ones up to, to grade sixes. Yeah. I'll say to them, right, this is what I want. We talk about team sports and individual sports. Yeah. And what do you need? Who do you need to help you in an individual sport? Pretty much nobody. That's all. It's all on you. You win or lose, it's all on you. No, you got your coaches. With a team sport, though. Okay. With a team sport, you've got to rely on the people around you. Yeah. You've got to have their back. They've got to have your back. Yeah. You've got to talk. You've got to communicate. Yeah. Um, you've got to encourage. You've got to do all these things. Yes. And then I, so I go through all of that. Yeah. And then I say, right, we're a team. This class is a team. We're a family. We've got to stick together. Wow. And then I say to them, right, I want you to run around this course twice. And it's usually just around the, the inside of the, the, the hall or something like yeah. that. Yeah. You've got to do it twice. Here's the, here's the kicker, though. 
when the first person crosses a line, yeah. the last person can't be any more than 10 seconds behind the first person. Ah, that's good. And then we'll talk about it again. You know, this is what it's all, this is team teamwork, encouragement, what have you. Yeah. Has everybody got that? The first person crosses a line, the last person can't be any more than 10 seconds after the first person. Yeah. We all got that? Yep, go. And you got 10 or 15 that just fang it. Yeah. Every single time. I've probably done it 50 or 60 times. Yeah. Not one class has ever done it properly. The first they, time? The, the first time. Yeah. So they fang it, they go all the way around, and the first one's just sitting there with their hands on the... They come back with their hands on their hips, puffing and peacocking and peacocking. carrying on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And as soon as they cross the line, I start counting 10, 9, 8. Get down to zero, and yeah. there's still kids coming in. Yeah. And then we talk about the fact that, hang on, we're a team. Yeah. What you've just done is the equivalent of you being chased through the African jungle by a lion. Yeah. You're a fast runner. You can get away from the lion. Yeah. You get to a river. You can swim across the river okay. The lions can't swim. You're safe. Yeah. You've looked after yourself. Now, what I've just asked you to do is to take your young five-year-old brother or sister with you. And now the lion's still chasing you. What you've all done is run ahead, swim across the river, and from the other side of the river said to your young brother or sister... Better hurry up. There's a lion chasing you. Uh, You've left them. You've hung them out to dry. It's a good metaphor. What should you have done? And they'll all go back and say, well, we should have gone at the back. What should the fastest people have done? Well, yeah, they should have been at the back. What should they have been doing? Encouraging and, and pushing the people at the back to do it. And they said, well, can we do it again? I go, no, nah, you only get one chance. <laughs> really? Yeah. So Because it's the second time they're going to get it. But... You should let them do it. No, no I'd like... then it defeats the purpose because they will have done it then. I've given them all the, the instruction they need initially. But why Why can I can I push back on that? Because yeah, I on. love that exercise. Mm-hmm. I think it's fantastic. But I think you should also let them do one... You should let them do once more, do it once more because then they'll achieve something. Then they'll, they'll it'll bring them tighter together. It's yeah, like we did it. Yeah, you're a, you're a softy. No, see, that's... See, that, that's fantastic. What you did, but hold on, mm. I can see that you're about to jump in. <laughs> what you've done, you need to you need to balance it out. Mm. That's you're just yang. You need a bit of yin in there. You need a bit. I don't know if that's the right one. I don't know which one's the soft and which is the hard though. Mm. Like you've got a, you've just taught them such a valuable lesson, but you haven't given them the chance to solidify uh, that learning. Let me go on here. All right. Now, very very rarely do I get, do the same class again. Yeah. On the rare occasion that I have, yeah, I do that exercise, yeah, and they get it right. Yeah, but why would you? Why would you? Because leave it I don't up to want. Chance? I don't want them to have instant gratification because it's I not instant gratification. No. It's a learn. It's that. See, this is this is you about giving everybody a prize. No, it's not because you know place, I'm not first place. First Bullshit. place. Everyone gets a first place. prize. No, it's not. I. It's the complete opposite. I am about right. Not everybody wins. Sometimes you lose. Because invariably, after I've done that, particularly grade three, four, five, and six, yeah. oh, can we do it again now? No. Missed your chance. So this is Mr. Meany. Yeah, and, I mean, see, and, and I don't look, know. I don't know what the... I don't. So you think it's better. Have You You think it's better to have just not too bad? No. You, don't, you don't think it's good to like let them get a win and, and no, solidify that learning? Not at all. I think it's... I th- well, we've solidified the learning. As they cross the line, they're all sitting in line there puffing and panting. I go, ah, oh, fail. The entire class just failed. And you'll see all the heads come up like meerkats. Yeah. What do you mean we failed? You know, yeah. I came in first. I came in second. Yeah. And I, and we explain again why. Yeah. And and I use that example of the 
you and your sibling with the lion chasing yeah. you. Yeah, see, I, I'm all on board the yep. whole way. Yep. The whole way, yeah. And, and once it's finished and they say to me, oh, can we do it again? Yeah. No. I'm, no. See, I don't think that's right. I think, okay. and I'll push back on it. And But you've got to be open for other people's opinions as well. No, I don't. Oh, I know, that's the thing. <laughs> yes, I do. Go on. I'll listen to you. You don't, though. I've very rarely seen you change your mind. Oh, you do change your mind No, sometimes. well, you, you give me a real a reason, but I at this point, <clears throat> I don't think it's a... I don't think it is. Okay, so I think what that I they're going to benefit more out of going, well, how am I going to do it next time? How am I... If I get the opportunity again? All right, let me try and do a, a metaphor for you. Go ahead. On your metaphor. Go ahead. All right, so what you've done, basically, is you've taught the kids this lesson mm-hmm. and then as soon as they're like oh okay i get it you haven't given them a, a chance to practice it you haven't given them a chance to put that into practice no. like you've, you've you no don't Go don't on. jump in so it's like going all right they bring you they bring you i don't know the six times tables and then you show them oh hold on now let's do the nine times tables oh, like, right yeah. and you show them that trick with the fingers, the fingers so yep. you put down the the third one that's 27 yep. put down the fourth one that's 36 and then you've shown them that trick and they're like, oh, awesome. Can I try and do nine times tables now? Mm-hmm. And then you go, no. No. What I would say is maybe next time we do that, you'll be able to try that. So I'm not cutting them off. I'm not saying we're never going to do it again. What I want them to do though is think about it. And I think that if they get, and this is just me, I could be wrong. I was wrong once before, 72. <laughs> December, I think, 72. Yeah, right. Um, I think that they're going to. Oh, that'd be so much funnier if I hadn't heard that joke about five (laughs) hundred times in my life. (laughs) I think, and this is my opinion, and I could be wrong. Please bring me the data. Show me that I'm wrong. I Um, think. I think. So, but the only reason I'm bringing this up is because you do substitute teaching now. Mm -hmm. If it was your class. If, if it was your class that you knew you're going to have later mm. on in the year and like six months later, then you go, all right, kid, we're going to do this exercise again. I'd agree with that. But because you're substitute teaching, you haven't given them a, given them a chance to okay. to solidify their learning. Okay. Can you try? Can you try next time? Just for, for me, just try one. See, that would wreck it for my class. Why would it wreck it? You because don't know that. You've, you've, just, you've just decided. You're just like, no, nah, it'd wreck it. You haven't even tried it yet. All right, okay. So one class, one class. Just try it, and then right. and the and then afterwards, you can have a whole discussion with them afterwards. What what did you learn from it? Because right now you've just done the the you've done the KW. You haven't done the L. You've you've done a K. You got a KWL chart there. You haven't done what have I learned? You've just gone nah, nah. No, I haven't. Yes, you have. Righto. You just See, t- this is why Teach Yarn's got off the ground. Why? Because I'm right. You're wrong. I'm big. You're small. <laughs> <laughs> Such a dick. Uh, you know that's wrong. All right. No, no. Well, maybe this will. Um, okay. See, yep. this this might um, tie in to what mm. we were just talking about because I sent you something on Instagram, mm. and uh, did you message back? Of I course don't not. Do Instagram? Of course not. Did it once. But, um, so it's a video from this guy called um, Andrew Huberman. Mm. Okay. Yep. Um, and Andrew Huberman is—he's a neuroscience professor at Stanford. So he's like—he's kind of like bros love him as well. Cause I think he's just like he's friends with I think Joe Rogan and all those oh, guys. So yeah, you, yeah, you're in. Oh, I'm in. Yeah. But anyway, he's a—he is a neuroscience uh, neuroscientist, and he there's a study done on kids' intelligence. Yep. That basically 
maybe this will tie into that, but what happened is the data's crazy. So what happened, they took kids and they gave them all the problem, problem-solving things and they praise kids um, on the complicated problems, either intelligence praise or like you're so smart and you're so talented or they got effort praise. You tried hard, you really persisted, that's awesome. And later they gave them another set of problems and they looked at the performance. What they found was the kids that were in the intelligence praise groups, like you're, not, you're so smart and talented, their performance went down significantly, whereas mm-hmm. the kids who were in the effort praise group, their performance increased heaps, giving the intelligence praise reduces performance and giving pray, uh, praise uh, for your effort, it's the best way to improve your performance rather than... So giving giving feedback for effort, mm. which is kind of what you said in that, that speech. It totally makes... It makes 100% sense to me. I've got this thing about kids when I say to them, I don't care about your maths and your English. Yeah. I care about your effort and your behavior. Yeah. You do all those things. You get all that shit in one pile. Yeah. The maths and the English will follow. I thought you'd like that because it's yeah. a neuroscientist that we're What's yeah, his name? backing up. His name's Andrew Huberman. Yeah. Huberman. Um, I'm getting the picture But yeah, so given the um, intelligence mm. praise and then effort praise, yeah. it's crazy. So that was a, a study done. I've got to find the study. I'll put a link in the... <clears throat> podcast thing but yeah, yeah I, I just found it really interesting like just only praising kids for intelligence mm. as they got older their their they, their um performance decreased significantly okay. whereas the kids that were effort i find increased that heaps. very unsurprising yeah that, that actually makes so much sense to me well yeah because which is <laughs> kind of threw a spanner into the works because i'm not big on academics um what do you mean? You know, when academics do collect data and, and say, look, the data shows. Yeah. That seriously makes a lot of sense to me. So you only like the data when it makes sense to you. I like the data saying. when I agree with it. When you, that's, I mean, that's, that's the way you're meant to interpret data, I think. If it, if it um, adheres to your values, only your values. <laughs> I, think that, I think that's Brian's school of... I know. yeah. Do I believe it? Yes. Hey, we've got to do a short podcast today as well because I've got to duck off. Yeah, there's a thunderstorm coming too. There's a there's a massive thunderstorm yeah. coming. Forty days and forty nights. Looking at the I'm looking at the bomb radar. Oh, Ooh, I hope right the microphones. I hope the microphones pick that up. Yeah, that was sick. That was seriously good. We just talked. That was kind of like God saying, "Hurry up, get this podcast." That was like out. our ancestors going, yeah. like, "Check this out." Yeah. Um. <clears throat> all right. So, oh. What else we we wanted to talk about before I piss off mm. is um, the strikes. Ah, oh, every time you turn on a, a TV now or the radio or um, open the newspaper, someone in education is going on strike. Yeah. Now, some, I want to give a call out here because here we go. In since I've been teaching, yeah. teachers rarely go on strike. Yeah, yeah, seriously, yeah. they put up with this shit and they very, very rarely go on strike. Yeah. Um, since I in the twenty odd years that I've been teaching. Teachers have been on strike probably two or three times. Yeah, right. And that's, you know, to me, that's a pretty good strike rate. Yeah. But I'm thinking that the reason they're going on strike now is because it's pretty much the only option open to them. Recently, a number of independent schools yeah. went on strike. Yeah. And not surprisingly, this one wasn't for money. It was for conditions. Yeah. And it's about what it's like in the classroom now, what it's like to be a teacher. Yeah. Teachers just don't teach anymore. They're doing it all. They're putting up with 
behavior problems in in classes now that would would never ever have been acceptable at one stage. You know, you talk yeah. to a teacher like that. Sorry, <clears throat> mate, you compost. You're out of here. Yeah, that is that is wild. Yeah. The, the, the plus way... the workload and the the idea that the goalposts keep bloody changing. Yeah. These learning walls now that have become the end thing. Oh yeah. Every classroom <laughs> I go into now has got one. Yeah. We've got the learning wall happening. Yeah. Is and it, the learning wall. Is it good though? What are, what, the learning wall. What are the teachers said about it? Well, it's 50-50. Some teachers, and I think it's teachers who I've used them a lot, Yeah. say, yep, great. Really, I really enjoy them. Yeah. But I've spoken to enough teachers who are going, oh, geez. It's just something else that we've got to do to make things look good. So when the hierarchy walks around and walks into the classroom and says, where's your learning wall? There it is there. Do you know what I find hilarious? Mm. These learning walls, mm. they have to be covered up during NAPLAN, don't yeah, they? They do too. Do they have to cover yeah. them up? Yeah, they do. See, that's that. That's something that really annoys me because like, we, we test kids' intelligence, yeah. right? It's a test of kids' intelligence, but then... Like a, a sort, that's sort of intelligence, being able yeah. to draw from the world around you. It's not how much you know. Do you know where to get the information from? Exactly. Yeah. That's that's and that's huge. Whereas, right. like, and the kids that aren't that clever aren't going to just go. Doo, 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 doo. I know. But the other one, yeah. Anyway. But no, but you're right. Yeah. So the teachers are starting to push back now. Now we were just talking on the way from the airport that because yeah. um, I mentioned the the strikes. And you got on your phone and South Australia's going on strike now. Yeah, South Australia is on strike. They are. Well, the pay was a big one. It was like they wanted to increase it 2.3%. Yeah. But then like... 2.3%, that's not even in line with inflation. Well, that's the... Yeah, that's the... Th- I mean, I think that's across the board with everyone at the okay. moment, though. It's so yeah. hard. Like, yep. wages and aren't reflective of how much everything costs yeah. now. Um, but the big one was workloads and complex classes. Um, one of the biggest factors of the decision to strike again was related to workloads and complex classes. The union is looking for an increase in the level of resourcing that the government is putting on the table to address complexity. See, that um, I think that needs to be on a T-shirt. I'm struggling because I've got such a complex classroom. Yeah. You know, b- between the, the kids, the parents, the, the work that's being thrust upon us now. Yeah. At the whim of some somebody higher up, mm. like these learning walls, I will bet my left one that somebody high up thought, "I like learning walls. Yeah. Oh, I think we should have learning walls." It's like when Kevin Rudd was prime minister; he liked history. He loved history when he was at school. Oh, so so history came back in. <laughs> you know, it's think yeah. about talking to the teachers. Ask the teachers: Do you think this will work? Don't ask academics. Ask the people in the classroom. Do you think this will work? I don't know. Can we try it for a term? Let's try it for a term. Suck it and see. Nope, that didn't work. Can we get rid of it? No, you can't get rid of it because it's in here for good now. Well, the big thing is also that what we talked about yesterday, they're so scared of just taking anything out. They can't take anything out and just like, hey, we'll free up a little bit more time for you to <laughs> so you can organize your classroom. It's yeah. like, no, nah. what, there's some space. Didn't you tell me when you were teaching full-time at a school that may uh, remain unnamed mm. um, that they said you need to do two hours of literacy uh, per day mm. or two hours, was it 10 hours of literacy per yeah. week? Uh, Might have been five hours of maths, five hours of science and they put it all up on the board, right? Yep. And... Wasn't it mathematically impossible? Impossible to do. Like, 
yeah. you guys worked it out and it was like mathematically impossible That's to right. do that. Well, when the national curriculum came out, they said it came out with these guidelines. Yeah. You have to do this, 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 and this. And if you don't do PE, if you don't do music, if you your kids aren't leaving the classroom for clarinet, yeah. if you don't have people <laughs> leaving, the, you know, 13 girls going out for wakakiri, yeah. then you can do it. It it seriously works. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, okay. When you think about all the rest of the stuff that's got to go in there, it physically would not fit in. That was very sexist of you to say 13 girls going out for wakakiri, oh, by the way. Let's, I'm going to edit that. No. When you've got 13 boys and girls going out for wakakiri. <laughs> there you go. That's inclusive, but right. Right. That's you. more inclusive. Um, yeah, <clears throat> and it physically you physically couldn't do it. So that I think that last of the term, yeah. and somebody worked it out, somebody did the maths and said we can't do it. Yeah. And then the, the condition that you must do this every week, you must do so many hours of math, so many yeah. hours of English. You know, whatever happened to the time where you think, right, we're right into this history lesson now. Let's go over a, bit, a little bit, or we're doing science now. Yeah. Let's get right into it. Yeah, Let's yeah. take some maths time from this week. Yeah. We'll catch it up later on. But while they're focused on this, yeah, while they're really into this, let's let's keep going with there's it. There's no spontaneity of learning anymore, no, which sucks. Not. It's written. Yeah. Oh, and the powers the- that be will say, no, teachers, and, and they'll pull four or five teachers' names out of their ass that say, look, this teacher's doing this, this teacher's doing that. Yeah. Well, yeah, they might be, and that's great. But you're talking about a whole dynamic of teachers that that doesn't work for. Yeah. A dynamic of, gro- of really good teachers. Yeah. Teachers who know their shit. Teachers who get results. Teachers whose kids love coming to school because of those teachers. But we don't... And we spoke about that a few less, uh, a few uh, podcasts ago anyway. Mm. You don't want cookie-cutter teachers anyway. You no. want different types of teachers. It's like the world. Exactly right. You get yeah. different... That's, that's what makes... I guess society is so incredible is like when you've got and and when societies flourish is when you've got oh listen to that story yeah. um, societies flourish when they're more diverse of course yeah um, oh you you into diversity are you Baron? no I'm not diverse as anyway <laughs> I wake up diverse no but society yeah. do move ahead a lot more when you've got more diversity well and, you were talking about that that school you go to. You've got different ethnic backgrounds. Yeah. You've got different socioeconomic, um, socioeconomic areas. Yeah. And kids yeah, see awesome. that every day and they go, oh, okay, yeah. this is the norm. Yeah. Totally agree with that. Like, it's insane to me that countries overseas don't let women work or yeah. not work, but like just go to school. <laughs> drive, a like, yeah. drive a car. Drive a car. But going to school is just the most backwards way of thinking because it's like you're, you're literally cutting half your population's mm. collective consciousness and intelligence in half like yeah but that's that's to stifle that because that's that's the generation that's my my dad's generation women don't work women teachers when they got married had to quit had to resign really yeah and that's that was that thinking that that old way the only way if you're going to get married you can't possibly work and look after your husband and keep the house clean and do the cooking and look after the babies as well yeah that was that way of thinking back then yeah but but now in, in this generation, you know, that's where half your brain's, that's where half your brain power is coming from. Yeah, absolutely. That's where all the resourcefulness comes coming from. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Isn't it interesting you've come like, like, because I think you, and uh, a little bit right, right-leaning right as you're getting older, mm-hmm. but if you look at where you came from, your dad, yeah, you're like a left-leaning hippie. 
you're like a compared <laughs> you're to pop. Right. Compared to pop. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. And then maybe me. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's roundabouts and swings, isn't it? Look, I I can never remember a time though when I thought what Dad did was acceptable. Like when he'd come home and plonk himself. Like even as a kid, he'd come home and plonk himself down, and Mum would make the dinner and, and whatnot. Yeah. I would wonder why. Like mum was sick. I remember mum being sick for a while. Yeah. And um, and he still expected her to do the cooking. Really? Yeah. You know, well, you know, what are the kids going to eat? What are the... I'm thinking, hey, you cook something, you old you shit. Know, you know, you, you, if you're starving. Yeah. And I, I remember that. But again, mum got up because he'd worked all day in the in um, driving trucks doing what he had to do. Lumberjack. And that was, yeah. was mum's... Um, thought process as well was that she should be doing this dad didn't, shouldn't have to do that I mean the jobs were just very defined back then wasn't it see the thing the thing about Mr Mum the man staying at home and the woman going out to work yeah I still remember when that came in and it was a holy shit really yeah what's going you know daddy daycares daddy daycare yeah how it's how so emasculated funny. do you feel it's so funny that yeah but it's so funny because I've seen some of my mates do like photos with their kids and put hashtag daddy daycare and yeah. it's like oh my god he's such a good dad. I was like you're just looking after the kids mate like what are you yeah. what you need to put a hashtag to be a good parent you I fucking know. idiot like women yeah. do that all the time yeah anyway yeah. Um, so strikes so that everybody's going on strike and, and at the moment it's it's primarily looking at the um, at the the classroom and what they've got to do in the classroom now it's and, the wages wages and workload are yeah. the two are the, the two biggest ones that, um, and here I'm going to call out the unions, right? Oh, fuck. I know, I know, I'm probably going to get my house egged, <laughs> but I've always found, yeah, in my time as a teacher, unions are very, very good at getting a pay rise. Yeah, so good at getting a pay rise. Yeah, which is great. And occasionally they've had class numbers drop. You know, like we're going to, going to decrease the class numbers. Yeah. What I want to see now from the union, or what I would like to see now from the union, is sorting out some of this crap about these these classroom environments, uh, about all of the what the teacher has to put up with in a classroom now, which has got trauma kids, which has got two yeah. ADHD kids, which has got all of these kids who are presenting with the different disorders, and my heart goes out to them. I, there's not a day in my life where I don't try and put myself in those shoes yeah, totally. shoes, and say, you know, what's going on in your head? I would love to know how you're thinking. Why are you like this? It'd be interesting looking at the the data. Have these kids always existed or are we over-diagnosing? Yeah. Like, uh, like uh, have they always existed and we've just started diagnosing more kids? Or w- what are the socioeconomic, what are the, I don't know, food? Yeah. What are they eating? What are the, like, what, what are oh, the, the what whole, are the... Yeah. Uh, what, what's the word I'm looking for? What are the factors that are producing yeah. more and more? Because there are more and more. Of course there are. Social accurate... media has got to have a. Um, oh, social like the media. Internet social media a... is a huge one. Yeah. I reckon that's a massive reason as to why yeah. attention spans are. But all these all these kids that are coming in now, and I absolutely they need an education. They should be educated. But when you throw them into a, a conventional classroom, and tell the teacher, righto, go for it. Yeah. You're dealing with these. You know you. You're palming off this kid who's is swearing at you. You're you're trying to get these two kids to stop fighting. 
Um, you've got kids with ADHD when the parents say, well, there's nothing wrong with my child. I'm not going to medicate my child because there's nothing wrong with them. Some of the classrooms that today, you, you walk into them and you think, geez, how are you surviving? Yeah. And you get teachers that are going, oh, God, you know, June, July, I'm halfway through the year. I can do this. I think, yeah, I mean, there's so many factors. The one that I just thought about then, which is going to be, I think, one of the main focuses of the that I end on with my show, the parent-teacher interview, mm. is the divide between parents and teachers these days. Like, it's, it's not... It doesn't seem as cohesive as what it used to be. Like, mm. you worked together to raise a child. Yeah. Now, I think it's it's teachers are expected to do so much. Yeah. See, I'll push back there too because I think 95, 99% of parents are right on board, totally on board. And they yeah. they will back the teacher 100%. But it's like the kids, 99%. Oh, Jesus. That's the voice of time, God. Yeah, time to, time to wrap up. No, 99% of kids, no, they're socially wonderful. It's that 1% that do your freaking head in. And that 1% of parents that 20, 30 years ago, the principal would go, on your bike, fella. My teachers are teaching. Yeah. And they acted like the shield between the parents and the teachers. Yeah. Now, the teachers are expected to take up a lot of that. And, and, well, you know, and you've got to cater for that. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's what I was trying to say. You really, yeah. Okay. Nah, I think, you, yeah, you, you, so, so you've been a smart ass, or was that an apology? No, you explained it better than me. Okay, is on. what I'm trying to say. Because I, I totally agree with that. See how I changed my mind then, Bera? <laughs> I, no, I, I, I try to- it one day. Because I, I, no, I don't, I, I don't think that about parents either. I don't like because the yeah. ma- vast majority of parents I've met also are like that. But yeah, it's it is that that small. But it's that's that just mirrors society. It's the small. My, the small minority that is, yells the loudest gets the attention. It's the idiots that climb up on a tripod to stop all the traffic. Yeah. During peak hour. Yeah. 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 Absolute twits. They're, they're cru- and that I guess that's my point is that we're, we're, we're pandering so much for that small minority yeah. that we forget about the majority. Yeah. We forget about the, the rest of the kids in the class. We forget about the teacher. Yeah. And and the the department's not helping at all by saying... You've got to take that kid, and your day eight numbers are tell, that tells you what how many teachers and teacher aides you're going to get. Well, you do have to take that kid, but also give the give them the support. That's what right? I said. Yeah. What you've got on day eight before you know all oh, this stuff. I got you. Yeah, what, yeah. And 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 it just goes on numbers. Yeah, it goes on. If you've got a thousand kids, yeah, the department says, well, every kid's the same. Yeah, every kid needs the same. You know. Yeah, every kid will get you'll get teachers, teacher aides and funding yeah. for that thousand kids. Yeah. Never mind that one kid needs two teachers yeah. to follow them around. No it, shit. Anyway. But hey, I've got to piss off. Yeah. Sorry, sorry if I'm a bit um scattered. That's all right. I've been I've here, there and everywhere. Just flew in. Oh please. Sorry, my brain's a bit fried at the moment. I um, noticed that you dropped the Ryan Gosling thing too on the radio this morning. I didn't drop it. They they brought it up. They brought it up. Oh, they brought okay. it up. Yeah, oh. I didn't drop it. I don't drop that. Okay. I, didn't hear I, I say that. when people ask, they say, "Oh, who? What did you? What's your role?" And I say, "Oh, I just chase around the main dude. I'm just oh, a bad guy. Chases okay. around the bad guy." And then if they say, "Who's the main guy?" and I go, <clears throat> "Ryan Gosling," <laughs> it makes me look even cooler. <laughs> <I know. laughs> 
I look humble at them. Yeah, you I know. look humble at them. Oh, piss off, Gosling. I'm busy here. Don't, don't annoy me. No, they asked me. The, the phone cut in and out because they asked me what he's like. And I said, oh, he's really mean and ugly. Mm. And then I don't think they got the irony. Yeah, they did. Oh, they did? Because yeah, oh, yeah, I couldn't came, hear. The, yeah. the phone was cutting in and out. It I came after hear. because you said... Um, you went on to say what a lovely guy he was. Yeah, and he yeah, was good yeah. looking, he's all of that. And, you know, told him to stay in his own pick, you know, pick a lane. Yeah, he's real they, funny as well. Yeah, pick and they got all that. So, ah, okay, yeah, good. Yeah, because yeah. it was cutting in now. Anyway, mm. um, guys. All right, mate. Thank you for listening. I've got yeah. to duck off to Brisbane. I'm sorry. That's all um, right. Big dog's in demand. But you're right. Thank you for picking me up from the airport. That's what I do. I'll, um, I'll probably be back tonight. Okay. We can do another. I'll put the, I don't know. We can get one of your hundred friends to come on pod teach you. <laughs> <laughs> Try and dig up one of your friends on the Sunshine yeah, Coast. I got friends. I got friends. All right. I'll, I'll find All one. Right. Guys, right, thank you so much. Gmail.com, Teacher Yarns on Instagram and Teacher Yarns. Please on c- come Facebook. to my show at a Good Chat Comedy uh, Comedy Festival. It's in Brisbane, 7 o'clock uh, on Friday. What, so it's not sold out? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, not at all. Heaps of heaps of tickets left. Brisbane, this is Brisbane comedy. Please, please. Are you on your own or is there somebody else there? Nah, just me. Just oh, me really? telling dick jokes. Okay. You're gonna love it. All right. Right, mate. Love you. Bye. Talk to you. Bye. Love you.